The Brighton Festival Fringe, an eventful Brighton podcast. So I'm in the Jubilee Library. Uh, it's uh, April the 27th, and I'm with Sarah Payne of the Youth Arts Fringe. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Tell me what the name of this event is and what it's all about. Um, this is the launch night for the Youth Arts Festival, um, which is a showcase of young people's art, and we're going to be having different performances and exhibitions from this Saturday, which is the 30th, until the 15th of May. And there's, there's a variety of events, aren't there? Because I, I know I've got to get this audio out pretty quick because mm-hmm. some of them are as soon as... Uh, is it Saturday? Saturday, Audioactive have got a day of young people's music in Jubilee Square, which mm-hmm. I think is from 12 to 5. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is happening? I know that the Brighton Youth Theatres have got some shows next week and the week after. Um, Whitehawk Youth Centre's exhibition is already up in Cabers Cafe because that, that went up early, so yeah. that's brilliant. Um, there's going to be a permanent display here in the Young People's Area in Jubilee Library, and that will be on from today until the 15th. Is that the graffiti thing? There'll be some graffiti, so the Refugee and Asylum Seekers Project is graffiti, and also NACRO, who work with young people. Um, they're both graffiti projects that will be in the library, and we've got Young People's Cinema in the library running for the two weeks. Brilliant. And listening posts here of um, DV8 and the 180 project. Oh yes. Yep. Um, yeah. So lots of things going on. Brilliant. And uh, is there a website people need to be going to to check out? Yes. If you go to www.youtharts, not the um, <laughs> youthartsfestivalbrighton.org.uk and everything's on there. We've also got two days of work, free workshops for young people, um, which is on the eighth of May is a visual arts day and the 15th of May is visual arts day and if you go to the website you can find our contact details on how to book on but it's all free so everything from street dance to bead jewellery to mask making to graffiti to comedy workshops so that's going to be two days at Brighton Youth Centre so get in. yeah Sarah Payne of the Youth Arts Festival thank you very much indeed thank you very much thanks So um, here I am in the Jubilee Library and uh, I've just arrived and I've come across a very interesting stall and I was immediately attracted to it because it's got tech on it. It's got three screens going with videos and things on. Tell us uh, who you are, sir, what you do and what this is all about and what it's got to do with the Youth Arts Festival Fringe. Hello there, uh, my name's Richard. We are uh, DV8 Training. We're a creative industries training provider. Um, we work predominantly with 14 to 19 year olds. Um, training in music, video, uh, fashion, photography, animation, journalism, you name it. Um, We do uh, enterprise skills, making people work ready um, and we support largely those who've left school uh, without the qualifications that they necessarily wanted so we give them that second chance, we give them the the, uh, ability to kind of to move on and progress. Um, Why we're here with the Youth Arts Fringe, um, we've got an open day on the 11th of May at our training centre near Preston Park Uh, which we're inviting young people from across Brighton to come and find out what we are, who we are, what we do. Um, And, uh, you know, we're very proud to be part of the Youth Arts Fringe. We think it's a fantastic thing for the city um, and it's a really uh, really lovely kind of collective celebration of all the fantastic creativity that we have here. Um, We've got some programmes starting uh, in May and in July that we're calling the the DV8 Sparks Sparks Project, um, the premise of which is about uh, enterprise and creative enterprise. So we're going to be working with groups of uh, 16 to 18 year olds for four weeks and it's an intensive program and they will be working with top industry professionals, uh, promoters, marketeers, 
um, music industry people to learn how to design a festival, how to design a club night. So they'll be given um, the skills and the tools uh, and a brief and they will be um, sort of coming up with their own ideas at the, at the same time building a, a career portfolio their own CV their own portfolio to take forward um, it's kind of knowing how to market a product but how to market mm. themselves as well it's, it sounds fantastic it sounds a bit like um, Jamie's uh, dream school but for like <laughs> media and arts uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so that's probably a really bad comparison. Well, we hope we hope it's not kind of as, as worthy as that. I guess <laughs> um, we 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 just think it's a really important thing that we don't forget so many of these young people that do mm. leave school uh, and are just they just drift because mm. um, there aren't many jobs at the moment um, and lots of training courses in uh, creative arts and media are really prohibitively expensive. Um, and it's a really accessible way to get young people in and um, to then offer them more than that. We offer them English and maths functional skills exams. Oh, we offer them um, personal social development qualifications and things like um, drugs awareness and goal setting and time management and working in groups um, so that they can go forward and say, look, I can, I've got a bit of paper that tells you mm. that I can do this. Mm. Um, but, at the, but at the same time, they are creating really kind of cutting-edge uh, project ideas, um, their own music, their own design. Of course, that makes all the difference because if you can go to a prospective employer and say, "Well, look, this is what I've done," it just makes all the difference, really, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you take a physical kind of portfolio with you, mm. and, and we help people to make applications to college and to work. Uh, you know, we give references. Mm. Um, very soon, we're hoping to be running apprenticeships, uh, which will be a, a natural progression for a lot of our sort of uh, 16, 17, 18 year olds who, who need uh, you know, to go into the workforce yeah. and it will be a natural progression from the training that we do And just finally, did I actually let you say who you were and what your website was? Uh, you, you let me say who I was we're DV8 Training um, uh, and my name's Richard Freeman our website's www.dv8training.co.uk um, and uh, we have a sister company in London and we have a company in Brighton as well so if you click on the little circle that says Brighton it'll take you to all of our information about what we do you can also find us on Facebook just by searching for DV8 Brighton um, and we keep that site up to date and you can be our friend and, and, and keep in touch with what we're doing Brilliant Richard thank you very much indeed Thank you You are Richard aren't you? Yeah well, here we are. Well, I've been attracted to a lady that's got a similar pair of headphones to me. <laughs> what are you doing here, madam, as part of the uh, Youth Arts Fringe? I'm the project manager for Audio Active, and I'm here this evening showing a DVD of a production we did in December called Bonfire Night, mm -hmm. but also to promote an event we have on Saturday in Jubilee Square. We are using StagePod, which is a converted Airstream caravan, which mm. will open out a bit like a transformer into a stage. And then we'll have young people between um, 12 o'clock and 5 p.m. performing DJs, rappers, beatboxing and young bands, and hopefully it won't rain. And this is this Saturday. Which What's the date this Saturday? It is the 30th. The 30th of April, and not, uh, hopefully this audio might be out by then. <laughs> we'll try and get it out before Saturday if we can. That'd be good, that'd be good for promotion. Yeah. Now you, you say you're um, audio active, but I mean it looks like you've filmed something here. Does it mean more than just audio? Yeah, definitely. I mean we've got definitely got our basis in music, but mm. we um, do use film and we work on lots of projects with young people um, with music and recording 
and film and art and we have used dance as well depending what the project is so the arts did I give you a chance to say who you were your actual name and your website and things like that Okay, well, my name is Susan Eskdale. I'm project manager, audio active. She presents me with a card and or piece of paper. <laughs> She's checking I get the website right. She's checking to get her, get her name right, really. <laughs> yes, it has been a long day. Um, and the uh, web address is www.audioactive.org.uk. You can find out information about us, how to contact us, if you want to know more about us or to get involved. That's the place to go to. Okay, brilliant. Thank, thank you very you. much indeed. And thank you. Thank you. So I've just bumped into Hazel Welsh and um, I, I thought Hazel was in charge of um, a load of people that are spontaneously forming groups and acting in the middle of the library, but you're not, are you? Um, well, I'm... My my job, I work for the Youth Arts Project and we run this festival so I co- coordinate the festival here. Um, so we pull all these groups together and invite them to be part of the festival and yeah, some of the groups you're seeing performing are yeah, doing just that, they're, they're promoting their um, events that are coming up in the festival. So the, gr- the groups that you can see um, doing little bits of theatre will be having full performances in the festival in the next couple of weeks. Brilliant. Yes, I was only run over by a robot actually just a few minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of uh, robots and motorbikes, I think, yeah. and um, I think they even saw in some the sea- library. Yeah, and even some <laughs> seagulls, I believe. So, yeah. So that's just what another performance just finishing or just starting here? I think that's just one, just just finishing actually. Yeah, but I think there's um, there's some juggling and some poi going on uh, in one section of the library as well, yes. and there's some live graffiti um, workshops. I don't know if you've had a chance to see them. Here in the library? Yeah, right at the, okay. right at the back, yeah. So young people having a chance to try out some new skills, doing some graffiti and, and to do some juggling as well. Um, and what's going on, going on behind us now? The, believe, oh, are they seagulls? I believe that's the seagulls I was <laughs> referred to earlier. So uh, They're all red. Shouldn't seagulls yeah. be white? Yeah, I don't know about... Yeah, I'm not sure about the costumes there, but I think they're changing costumes, so they're being... I think they're doing a, a play about being angry, and I think it's all yeah. about... Um, the things that make them angry. So sometimes they're seagulls because hmm. they don't seem to like sing- seagulls. I think they were dogs as well. So they, I don't know if they don't like dogs, but yeah, I think that I think that's the gist of their play. It's like they're it's all about the things that they yeah, hate. Yeah, they're definitely being dogs now. Yeah, because they're cocking their legs. Yeah, <laughs> like the seagulls again. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much. To, thank you very much for that, uh, Rachel, and your son, uh, Hazel. Hazel. I knew it had an A in it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Hazel. You're welcome. What's the name of this event? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I killed it. It's always the butler. It's always the butler. Yeah. I'm sorry for mistaking you for a, a sperm from um, everything you wanted to know about sex, but, but were too afraid to ask earlier. It, but those those sort of outfits do look a bit like those outfits that Woody Allen was wearing. Really? Yes. You just need to look like a white hood as well. Then you'd look really like it. Oh yeah, yeah but it's like really drawn around your face. Yeah. Anyway, so tell, tell me what you're doing. You, you, you're um, sort of forensic scientists and there's a sort of marked out body shape on the floor with tape. We have a lady who has been killed by her husband in a course of domestic violence that's been going on for a long while. So you've already solved this crime then? Well, we know it was her husband, but we're not sure why. There are many reasons why a male may kill his wife. 
in four women suffer from domestic violence in their lifetime. Oh, hang on a minute. Let me come over. So, sorry, say again. One in four women suffer from domestic violence in their lifetime. Right. So, you know. so there's a serious side to this. Yeah, there is a very serious side. Yeah. And that's a group of young women only. Hang on. Let me just come over. Serious. Why do you stand together? Then I can record you both at the same time. Stand together, <laughs> easier. You know. As we are a group of only young women who have yep. put on this performance, mm. it's very serious to us. And the issues that come across, we hope that people will be aware that domestic violence isn't something that we take lightly in a society. Because domestic violence is starting younger and yep. younger and it's getting scary for people who are 17 like yeah. us right. when it's happening at this age. It, is. it does have a serious side behind yep. the comic front. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So is there any sort of um, competition side to this or is it sort of like you just people sort of see what you're doing and talk to you as they go by? Oh, well... So do you want me to rephrase the question? It was a bit of a complicated question, wasn't it? Is, is there a sort of um, a contest if, if people got to try and guess who the um, killer was or are you just telling them? Um, we're sort of telling them that husbands are normally the prime suspect or boyfriends or partner that will be the ones that result into the being the suspect but we're not giving the reasons yeah. why because it's such a wide variety of reasons and if people were to come to our show they'd find out how many reasons yeah, there are why it might happen quite scary so tell us when and where the show is and what the show's called it's on the 6th of may next thursday and it's at the old courtroom in church road yep. and it's called walking on Ed- eggshells yeah walking on eggshells yep. well hopefully we'll get this audio out before then Cool, thank uh, you. <laughs> before I have to go to the in-laws at the weekend, that'll be fun. <laughs> there might be a murder there. No, no, hopefully there won't be. We'll just write that down. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and uh, thank you very much. So, thank what are your you. names, by the way, before I go? I'm Katie Hoey. I'm Amy Oxley. Katie and Amy, thank you very much for yeah. talking. Thank you. Thank you. Meridian tonight. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Thank Thanks for listening to the Brighton Festival Fringe podcast. Please visit the website for the show at eventfulbrighton.org. Subscribe on iTunes to search for Brighton Festival Fringe podcast. Visit the Fringe website at www.brightonfestivalfringe.org.uk. The music is by We Are Swift at www.myspace.com slash weareswift. And the podcast is produced by Wireworld Media at www.wireworldmedia.co.uk. Thanks for listening.